Welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Joey Pozzola. And we got a good one for you today. Uh, it is it is a Wednesday today. We, we gave it a few days for the news to kind of build up because uh, we didn't want to miss anything. So over the weekend, lots of stuff has uh, broken. Lots of news has come out. Um, we got official times for the for the NHL games that are that are going to be taking place in the first round uh, for the first few days. So we're gonna we're gonna go through that. Um, we also got nominees coming out for the uh, Jack Adams Award and the Calder Trophy. So we'll break that down. And there's some Blues news, uh, Perunovic signing that we definitely want to get into. Break down what that means um, and, and a few other little things. But before we get into any of that, I do want to remind everybody that today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All right, Joey. Where do you want to start? I gave you the list. Where would you like um, to begin? <clears throat> um, I'm gonna throw you a little curveball. I've heard okay. this pre-show. Um, how about a little tidbit here? Uh, Patrick Bergman actually just signed. True, I just read that. I just contract. read that. His new contract for Brianna's FC, but I mean, it, it, it's not crazy news. But what's cool about it is uh, their team actually like was basically at the salary cap is another way of saying it. But basically, they spent all their funds, so um, they had to have five thousand fans raise enough money in order to sign Patrick Bergman. That's crazy. That's literally insane. <laughs> But I just, I figured that that's a good tidbit to bring up, you know, with, hey, the, with the fan situation. For, but. Right. Good for Berglund. Um, you know, I know he... A lot of know, people expect him to come back to the NHL right now. But um, Yeah, yeah. And I know, like, he had previously talked about his mental struggles and all that. So I'm sure being in a situation where fans raise money to, to get your contract renewed for a team it has got to be encouraging. Um, so I, I hope he's doing well. You know, I wish him all the best and, and hope he's having success over there. And if he does make a return, I'd love to see it. But if he, you know, remains happy overseas and, and can play and do well over there, then then I love it. Right. I, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't say his NHL career is 100% over. I could definitely see him coming back at some point. Not necessarily to the Blues, but just in general to the league. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> For sure. Um, but uh, back at you. What do you want? What do you want to go with first? I guess let's let's uh let's go with the let's go with the local the local news. Let's go with the the, the Blues sign that they made over the over the weekend. So the St. Louis Blues uh, picked up the uh, rookie contract on Scotty Perunovich. Signed him to a was it a three year deal, three year deal or a two year deal? I'm gonna look it up right now because I know it's got some weird yeah stuff going on. Some, it. Um, it, it was a funky deal just because of the whole pandemic thing. So it's a two year entry-level contract starting in 2021 so okay. it technically starts next year so he okay. will not play this year so he won't burn it does that make sense yeah yeah so he's not so playing this year or anything like he's that signed for two years on his elc starting next season okay so that's that's how that goes if cap hits nine hundred um and then there's all kinds of wacky bonuses and whatnot going on there just like everything else but uh yeah, looks looks good with the uh, looks good. We knew it was coming. We uh we've been talking about it over quarantine and stuff like that. But, yeah, uh, we hadn't we hadn't picked that one up in forever. I feel like we were talking about Scotty forever ago. Yeah, that was kind of just died out. Chris Peters from ESPN come on as a yeah. guest. Uh, that, was, that was a good talk there. But uh, yeah, that was very early in quarantine there. But uh, finally gets official. 
He uh, what brought that talk up back then is uh, the this, the rumor of him leaving college to turn pro, right? And now this is officially the uh, the official mark, I guess you would say. But uh, good to see that they could sign him up because, in all honesty, he did not have to, and which that would make him a free agent. That's right. The, uh, the yeah. leverage those college guys get. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, we've seen it. We saw it with like Jimmy Vizi a few years back. They can just they can if you're if you're a college player and you wait a certain amount of time before signing with the team that drafts you. It's a brutal loophole, man. Brutal. Yeah, you basically have every right to just become a regular NHL free agent and sign anywhere you want. So like, even though the Blues drafted Prudovich, if he really wanted to, he could have just said, "Yeah, no, I don't really want to sign with you," and then waited a couple more months and just hit the open market and signed anywhere he wanted. So. Um, yeah, so so after you get drafted, no matter where you play or where you're from, after you get drafted, it doesn't matter if you have officially signed your ELC, but the unwritten rule, I guess you would say, is the team has up to three years to sign into the ELC. So after that third year, then you become a free agent no matter what. Right. But it's uh, it gets loopholed because of the NCAA guys can just choose to stay in school. So they go four years after in school. That's more than three years, obviously. So they'll go to their senior year and then they'll play it out and go test the waters and free agency pick where they want to go. Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, an interesting little loophole, like Joey very said. Unique, but, uh, very unique. Glad it worked out. Glad it worked out in, in the Blues' favor. Picked up a, a stud in Scott Perunovich. You know, won all sorts of awards this year um, for his conference and for the league in general. So, you know, won the Hobie Baker. That's the that's pretty much the MVP of 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 college hockey. So that's a yep. big deal. Um, huge deal. Huge deal. Huge deal. Um, yeah, I mean we, we'll 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 talk about this again for sure here soon. Obviously after the season, probably um, a lot of a lot of un, unspoken Petrangelo contract talk we're gonna get into here. And come oh up, boy, I'm not ready for that. That's gonna be some some deep talks and some some theories, and that, that'll be good for good for the show, good for the audience though. But. Uh, yeah, definitely won't be the last time we talk about Scotty Prinovich here for a little bit, though. Oh, I'm, I mean, yeah, it, even bringing up Petrangelo makes me, stresses uh, me out, man. Yeah, stresses stress me out. out. I don't want to say it makes me sad. It stresses me out for sure. I, I don't. I still think there's almost no way it happens, but I'm it, sorry it, to agree with you there. It's just it's stressful because the cap situation is very freaky right now. Everything is kind of just different, man. It's- I'm starting to agree with you there that I'm leaning. If if I were if I were a betting man, and I had to place a bet on this, I would I would say he he ends up somewhere else. Just like you said, because of the cap thing. Oh, you think he's you gone? Know? Oh yeah. Oh really? You don't think I, you I, no, you no, are I, you are in the other camp? I, I'm still I'm stick, staying with my official word. Yeah, I did, really? it still stays. I think really? there's no, almost no matter what because they're gonna make it happen some way somehow. Now it, it may have to be a different. There is no just oh you could buy out so and so and trade so and so and it's a done deal now because I mean that's how tight these cap. Uh, there, there's no increase to the cap, so we're always kind of just figuring out. Oh, even if it's one to two to three million, something little like that, it's still gonna help enough, you know. But with that not probably being the case now, uh, nothing's official yet, but it's not looking likely. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. the it's it's a lot that has to happen. But right, that's the thing. I have things. no, I have no doubt in my mind that. Um, you know, both sides want this to happen. And if it's possible, it will happen. Just there's so much that, like you said, so much that does have to happen for it to work out that there's a lot of area for it to go wrong. But we'll see. 
I think I think we already hinted at it. I know I'm not trying to get too deep into it because I know it's it's a long conversation. But just to throw it in there, I mean, I still wouldn't rule out just that thought. I don't think it'll happen in a hundred years, but it is definitely realistic to talk about. I thought about him signing a one or two year deal just to uh, make sure everything fits and then cash out whenever everything is gonna. You know what I mean? I could yeah. see that maybe happening as a possibility, but that's like I said, not really likely to happen. Obviously. Yeah, and that that would change the whole game if that happened. But a lot, we'll a lot to, yeah, a lot to break down. Once uh, once hockey picks back up, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a sprint for us Blues fans. So uh, speaking I'm about that, we got some dates. Oh yeah, we will. And hey, we'll get into those uh, shortly after uh, in the second half of today's episode. But before we get into those, um, I gotta remind everybody about our good friends over at RockAuto.com. Uh, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably, reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, kind of like how airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login, which is great, so you can go on right now and check it out. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts and tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered right to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Uh, you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, all right, all right. We are back. Um, and yeah, Joey, I know you mentioned we got some we got some dates. We do. Um, official dates. Tuesday, July 28th. I'm just going to read through them real quick. We got uh, Penguins and Flag. First off, before I say, it's pretty interesting how it's like almost all rivalry games too, by the way. That's kind of kind of weird to me. But we got Penguins, Flyers, uh, Maple Leafs, Canadians, and Oilers, and Flames on that Tuesday. So that would be technically 13 days away. And then 14 days from today, two weeks, we got Lightning, Panthers, As Wild, Hurricanes, Caps, uh, Canucks, Jets, Islanders, and Rangers, and then the Blues and Blackhawks. And then uh, the day after, so 15 days from now, we got Stars, Preds, Bruins, Blue Jackets, and uh, Golden Knights and Coyotes, which that, that's probably a fun game there. Um, I don't know what just like, expect in these These games. are just like, really exhibition. <laughs> these are just like yeah, exhibition yeah. games leading into the playoffs. Yeah, okay. Think like preseason games, except it's going to be all the stars out there. So that's what I'm saying. I, I'm curious to see the intensity of these games, especially like, for instance, you got the Battle of Alberta with, with uh, Calgary and Edmonton. I did, even though it's an exhibition game, man, I, I really – I think this, the intensity is going to be high there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these guys are definitely hungry. It's been weeks, months since they've played. Um, and I'm sure that they're they're hungry to get back out on the ice, especially, like, to renew some of those rivalries, like you said, like with the Battle of Alberta. Um, so that will definitely be interesting. And it'll be cool to get to watch those, like those almost those preseason games, like you said, 
um, sort of giving everyone a chance to to ramp up the intensity before the game, start counting, start mattering for, for real real stakes, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if those can be like uh, televised or streamed. Or I'm I'm just confused on how everything's going to go down, man. I'm just, just ready to get after it, though, for sure. Yeah, we'll see. But, hey, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the first official day of, of the tournament. Um, so, obviously, we got those days, those exhibition games. But the, the real day I'm looking forward to, August 1st, when the games start mattering. It is a Saturday, um, and it's going to be a fun day. Starting off at 12 noon Eastern time. It starts out with Rangers Hurricanes, so the first game that that matters. That's gonna be um, a hell of a series, also. By the way, oh yeah. Be- Speaking of hell of a series, three hours later, the game one of Blackhawks Oilers. So that's gonna be nuts. Um, an hour after that, four p.m. Game one of Panthers Islanders. Gonna be a fun one. And then eight p.m. Game one of Canadians Penguins. And lastly, ten thirty. To close out the night, Jets Flames. So that's and that's just day one. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be in- insane, man. Like, very exciting. So so many like interesting matchups too. Like they're not traditional playoff matchups. No, I mean, not like, at all. Like Blackhawks Oilers. Who like who would have thought we saw a playoff? That's gonna be so fun. Those two, that, you know, like there might be freaking twelve goals game in those series right there. Like that's I don't know. I'm just, I'm so curious. <laughs> Who does a Phoenix have? Uh, or Arizona? Arizona. They, they have, have uh, like who they play in? Yeah, who do they play? Nashville, right? Uh maybe. I don't even remember. I, I, want, I want to say it's Nashville, but there's just so many freaking weird like combos like that that we would never probably see because of the the way the playoffs are nowadays. But um, yeah, I, I just can't wait to get after. It. Can't wait to watch it. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, it's been a long uh, it's been a long wait for sure. <laughs> Um, has definitely felt never ending at times, but we're we're finally getting to the end. So the uh, the <laughs> full blue schedule for the uh, just yeah, the round robin. Go. I was hoping for this. August second versus the Avs. August sixth versus the Golden Knights, and then August 9th versus the Stars. So um, it's going to be fun. And and I know a lot of people think it's going to be Colorado or Vegas that gives us a lot of the trouble. I personally, you know, I've said it on Twitter. I think it's going to be the Dallas Stars. But just to uh, back up that talk, I, I think it does help that the Avs and Golden Knights are the two first opponents for us. Only because I'm part of my theory in my head is these fast, skilled teams, they've been off just like everyone else. So they're going to have to get their chemistry back, their speed back there. It, it takes a lot to be a good, high-scoring team like that because a lot goes into it. I just think it's going to be a, a slower start for those teams getting back into the groove of things rather than a team like the Blues or, the, or even the Stars that play that gritty, get deep grinded out type style because it's so much easier to <laughs> stop in at a month at a time for quarantine or however however long it's been and then going right. at it again you know what I mean it's it's easier to get back into the thing the uh thick of things like that right um yeah it's definitely it's definitely gonna be interesting to see how those the teams start up um I, I do agree tend to agree that it'll be easier for the blues to get back up to full speed just because their their game relies a lot less on like high skill finesse plays and more just like gritty grind it out hockey so that'll definitely be an advantage but yeah it, they've, they've definitely got themselves an interesting round robin group um i think all three of those teams dallas vegas and colorado are pretty scary in their own right I think but, I think anything can happen for sure. Like I, yeah. you wouldn't shock me. If we're the first seed, you wouldn't shock me. If we're the fourth seed. It's just it's one game, winner take all, and away three straight games. You know, but 
I right. just, I can't wait, man. It's usually we like ease into things at the start of the year in October and stuff, but we're just we're we're starting the season and going right at it. Uh, oh yeah, and this it, 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 you know <laughs> like one of the big things like oh this this playoffs has an asterisk, and I don't think this playoffs has an asterisk. I think the biggest thing about it is that it just feels very disconnected from the regular season. I, like, it's going to be very weird with the fan situation because right, it's not traditional playoff hockey. Then that's such such an, another another aspect to playoff hockey. Yeah. But, um, and, I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and obviously, um, not not only uh, are like the, the standings based on uh, the the regular season uh, or the like the, the seedings based on regular season standings, you know, stuff like that. But like other than that, it definitely just feels like almost like a standalone tournament to just determine the best team. And I do think I do agree. I think it was was it Ryan Ellis who said that if there is an asterisk on this cup, it would be because it's harder to win. Harder. Yep. Yeah. Which I definitely tend to agree with, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. That's really, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to really make any judgment until I see, actually see it in action, but we'll get to that point hopefully soon. Uh, fingers crossed. All right, let's take one more short break and then we'll be right back to wrap up today's episode with a little bit of awards talk. All right, all right, all right. We are back today with a with a with a good episode so far. Uh, let's uh, let's wrap it up though. Um, so the uh, awards nominees came out for two major awards so far, um, being the Jack Adams and the Calder Trophy. Um, which one do you want to get into first? Um, let's go with Jack Adams first. We can talk more about Calder probably. All right, all right. So Jack Adams, the nominees are. Let's see if I can I pull that up real quick. I got it. It's uh, you Boston. got it. All right, Bruce, go ahead. Bruce, list it off for me. Bruce Cassidy for the Bruins. Uh, John Tortorella for the Blue Jackets, and uh, Lane Vigneault for uh, the Flyers. So uh, all right. So there what, you what go. Do you think, what do you think about that? Um, no obviously, no obviously, I'd love to see Bruby's name there. Um. But I mean, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. I, I, I don't know. Who do you think? Who do you think takes it? I, I have a slight problem with Bruce Cassidy being in there, only because the reasoning for Craig Ruby not being in there is what we already know. He won Stanley Cup. We already know he's got that great team. We already know what is going on there. In my opinion, it's the same thing for Bruce Cassidy. Okay. Unless they're like a standalone team in the regular season, which they really weren't. Honestly, I know they had the most points, but like. I'm talking if if it's a it's a, if it's a if it's a powerhouse like that they got to be 20 plus points away from the rest of the standings if you're giving it to the best team's coach in a way you see what I'm saying so for the actual best coach I I really agree with John Tortorella and uh, Elaine Vanille because like Tortorella for instance lost a lot of talent this year he lost a lot of talent and his goaltender of course right. uh, Bob Grosky leaving so they had a straight question mark and it, he coached a very underrated team to a playoff team now i mean i mean that's just what it is now i guess but um i think elaine vanille takes it um philly definitely man they were uh, i hate to say it, but they were probably the hottest team like and once quarantine stopped them and the rangers but um yeah elaine vanille has been doing a great job there in philadelphia but um yeah i would tend on, to agree with you on that one <laughs> On to the uh, Calder talk, I guess, now. Yeah, all right. So, Elaine Vigneault, I think, is a good choice uh, for that one. Or Tortorella. I could see it going either way. Either but way, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Calder, right? here's where things get interesting. Now, I think I can remember it off the top of my head. It's, it's, it's Quinn Hughes, 
uh, Kamakar and Dominic Kubalik, right? Yep. yep. All right. All right. So you got two defensemen and a forward. Um, I, I think, you know, Kamakar, as good as he is, just isn't going to win it. I think he's a bit of the. Quinn, you just put up too many numbers, man. Yeah. It's going it's to yeah. be hard to take it from him. Yeah. I, I think, you know, any other year, Cal McCarr has an easy case for number one. But in the year where you're. This is a weird one because Quinn Hughes is going to win it because of the number standpoint, but Kill McCarr is the better player and will be the better player in my opinion. I, I agree. Think that's that's how we go with that. I even though he, agree. even though Quinn Hughes was the most dominant rookie, but he's going to win it. He's not, it's kind of a weird year like that, but that's probably how it's going to go. Quinn Hughes is going to win it, and uh, Kill McCarr was technically the best overall slash dominant rookie though. But um, shout out to Dominic Kubalik though because I think he was a thirty goal scorer. I'm a little off he my was. numbers right now. Because he's been away. But yeah, I think he just hit that 30 mark then. That's good. But um, he came out of nowhere, man. He he, he was very streaky. Like, he went into a slump at the beginning of the year. And uh, man, he was on fire towards the end there, though. He, uh, I don't don't remember exactly what line made it was, but I'm almost positive he's playing Patty Kane. But um, he found some chemistry there for Chicago, man. Good for them. Of course he did. Of course, Chicago finds another young stud who can put up thirty goals in a season. Oh yeah, let's uh, let's not fail to mention that if they lose their series to Edmonton, they're going to have a twelve point five percent chance for the first overall pick. Uh, I don't same goes about for it. the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, same goes for Edmonton. <laughs> so whichever team, we're either going to have the Blackhawks or the Oilers with a twelve and a half percent chance of, of the number one overall pick. Literally insane. Oh boy, it's going to be. Oh boy, I don't even know. I don't even know. Another All talk, right. another day there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too much I'm, to go over on that one. Yeah, it's it's making me a little frustrated just even thinking about it. All right, I think that's all I got for today. You got anything else to, to add, Joey? Oh, uh, man, I don't think so. You don't think so? All right. Well, hey, go check out Lock and NHL. Uh, they get a great show over there. Now that you're done listening to us, they'll cover the whole league-wide uh, uh, news and playoffs and all that. Uh, so definitely go check them out. Uh, thanks for listening to us today. We're, we're should be getting back to five episodes a week pretty soon once uh once hockey gets back once things start getting back up to speed and we have five days worth of content we're very excited to do that i, I know um follow us on instagram and twitter at locked on blues follow me on twitter at josh Ivan nhl follow joey on twitter at palazzola underscore rtn thanks so much for listening stay tuned for better uh, for more good episodes this week and as always let's go blues